WWE have hoovered up so much wrestling talent from every square inch of the planet since AEW began that you'd be forgiven for forgetting that half of the people on this list are actually still with the company. And while their list of employees may be never ending, the introduction to this video is much more reminiscent of most of those performers' TV times. Short and underwhelming. I'm Adam Nicholas, this is What Culture Wrestling, and these are 10 wrestlers you won't believe are still employed by WWE. Number 10, Bo Dallas. Now, believe it or not, Bo Dallas is in fact still under contract with WWE, as was confirmed by Dave Meltzer on the February 16th edition of Wrestling Observer Radio this year. Bo remains under WWE contract despite not wrestling for the promotion since November 2019, with Meltzer calling it a big mystery as to why he hadn't been released. Dallas's longtime tag team partner Curtis Axel was let go from WWE as part of the company's mass cut in April 2020, and it was reported at the time that a possible reason Bo wasn't let go was that he hadn't expressed any unhappiness with his spot in the company. His last televised appearance was at Crown Jewel 2019 in Saudi Arabia, as the B team put in a losing effort in the World Cup Tag Team Turmoil Tournament. Number 9, Humberto Carrillo. WWE briefly pushed Umberto Carrillo in 2019, but it just didn't last. The guys got loads of upside, but they just ran out of interest in him. It probably didn't help as well. At the time, Jerry Lawler kept trying to insist that he looked like Justin Bieber. I mean, one, no he doesn't, and two, how is that going to help him get over with a wrestling audience, Jerry? Come on, use your head. Humberto was another who's all but vanished from WWE TV recently. His last main roster showing was part of a battle royal during the Survivor Series 2020 kickoff show, and his last Raw match came on the October the 5th edition, where he teamed with Dominic Mysterio in a losing effort versus Seth Rollins and Murphy. Maybe Vince lost interest in him because of Angel Garza, thinking there can't be two people coming out of Mexico who were great, or maybe, just maybe, he just forgot that he works there. Number 8, Marina Shafia and Jessamyn Duke. Now, can you remember the pals of Shayna Baszler, Marina Shafia and Jessamyn Duke? An excellent trio. Yes, in ring they may have been a little green, but still, they could do exactly the job they were being asked to do, which was just be the hired goons of one Shayna Baszler. The whole thing worked well. But then, of course, Shayna Baszler got called to the main roster, and Duke and Shafia did not. And since then, they've done next to nothing. Their only flirtation with the big time came when the MMA pair worked some raw underground matches in August 2020, but as we all know, that did not last. It failed to land them a proper gig on the brand and they faded into obscurity just as quickly as they'd shown up. And that's pretty much it recently, apart from one random appearance from Shafia as she turned up on 205 Live as part of the Women's Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic on the January 29th edition in a losing effort where she was paired with Zoe Stark against Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. Number seven, Wesley Blake. Now you've got to kind of spare a thought for Wesley Blake here because the situation that he's in right now is one that is completely not of his doing. He was of course part of the Forgotten Sons and the faction's leader, Jackson Riker, ruined any chances they had on the main roster by pissing off key members of said roster with his stupid social media rants, turning politics into kayfabe, but not really we don't know, it wasn't a good look. Then, as if that wasn't enough, Blake's remaining partner, Steve Cutler, was released earlier in February, following a short stint for the pair as royal goons for King Corbin on SmackDown. It's a shame too, because that repackage might have been the thing that gave the tag team some stability and a new lease of life, but now he doesn't have a tag partner, and he's probably heading to obscurity once again. Number six, Arya Davari. Now, in terms of main roster TV time, Arya Davari's last televised appearance on Monday Night Raw came way, way back on the New Year's Day edition of the red brand back in 2018. He hasn't come close to showing back up on either Raw or SmackDown in three long years, and instead, WWE has placed him in purgatory on 205 Live. As far as his last pay-per-view payday, that would be Money in the Bank 2019, and it's been a long old slog for the guy who, in fairness, has honed his craft quite a lot during his time on 205 Live. There was a little glimmer of hope for Davari last year as he turned up for an episode of NXT in a losing effort against Tyler Rust, but 
has not been seen again since. Number five, Tony Nice. Now I think we can all agree that Tony Nice is a bit of a piece with his tiny knees and something else that rhymes with all of that. But I think he didn't probably expect to have more abs than he does appearances on the main roster in recent years. Nice is another wrestler who's got the look and he's got bags of talent clearly, but he's just been permanently placed on 205 Live and he's barely been fed any scraps during his time in the company. Recent notable defeats include a loss to Jake Atlas on the 2nd of December edition of NXT and he also jobbed out for Matt Riddle on the July 21st edition of SmackDown last year. At the moment, truth be told, along with the aforementioned Davari, he has started a tag team on 205 Live and maybe, just maybe, that will be the thing that helps them both catch fire. But to be honest, given how much Vince McMahon hates tag team wrestling and short people, don't hold your breath. Number four, Mansoor. Now, if you just watch WWE's Saudi Arabia specials, then yes, fair enough, Mansoor's probably having the best time. He's got loads of upside and they probably think he's a big future star. Now, on a card like Super Showdown or Crown Jewel, it looks like the company are putting loads of stock into Mansoor and that he has some purpose. I mean, the guy owns wins over Dolph Ziggler and Cesaro in his homeland, to name a few, but when it comes to being stateside, he just cannot get a break. Mansoor's last WWE match was on the 30th of December 2020 edition of 205 Live against Jake Atlas and he hasn't come close to showing up on Raw Smackdown even once and has only flirted with a spot on the main NXT roster since signing for the company in 2018. Number three, Tino Sabatelli. Now I think it's probably fair to say in recent times Tino Sabatelli's career outside of a wrestling ring has proved to be more interesting than that inside of it. Unfortunately he was one of the many released during the mass cuts in 2020 and then he would find his merry way across to AEW which seemed like a good thing, right? Well, unfortunately, wrong, because after working a dark match for AEW, Sabatelli was randomly canned without much explanation. We did get a sort of explanation later on for that, as Chris Jericho hinted that there had been a WWE mall in the ranks at AEW, and fans on social media speculated that that exact mall was one Tino Sabatelli. Now, whether or not Sabatelli was the mall hasn't been confirmed either way, but one thing that has been confirmed is his return to the WWE roster. He was rehired in October last year, not that long after being released back in April, maybe a reward for being a mole. Who knows? We can only speculate. But he hasn't worked the match in WWE since his return. And in fact, if you are looking for the last time he did anything in terms of in-ring for WWE, you'd have to go back a full 348 days at the time of recording to find his last bout on an NXT house show on the 7th of March, 2020. Number two, Riddick Moss. Now, a former tag team partner of Tino Sabatelli's in NXT and a former 24-7 champion on the main roster, no less, Riddick Moss has not appeared on Monday Night Raw since the March 9th edition back in 2020. He beat Cedric Alexander in a short two-minute sprint and since then his career has completely flatlined as Cedric has become a key member of the Hurt Business. In fairness, Riddick did reportedly work through a torn ACL injury during last year but he's been out of the company frame for a good while now. Raw Underground seemed to be his last real push and even that felt pretty temporary. It's hard to know when or even if Moss will indeed return to WWE screens, but despite his great look and once being touted by Finn Balor as one of the next big things in pro wrestling, it seems like things aren't quite taken off for Moss at the moment. And number one with a bullet, Titus O'Neil. Now while you do have to spare a thought for poor Titus O'Neil here, spare another thought for poor Adam Wilborn, who hasn't had a chance to see his favourite wrestler in a match for, at the time of recording, 101 days. His rapid defeat at the hands of Bobby Lashley on the 9th of November edition of Raw last year was only O'Neill's second match on the brand for that entire year. Before that, you'd have to go back to a gauntlet bout on the 27th of April edition, and before that, you'd need to go all the way back to November 25th, 2019, where he had another loss to, yes, you guessed it, 
Bobby Lashley. O'Neill is essentially slotted in as a veteran worker on main event to work opposite the younger talents who are up and coming like Angel Garter and Riddick Moss. If there is one saving grace maybe for Titus, it's that his humanitarian efforts for the company have not gone unnoticed. He's a great ambassador for the brand and he's just seriously a good dude. But in terms of seeing him again in ring in any kind of meaningful role anytime soon, well, Mr. Wilborn, my friend, it ain't looking good. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't, right? Hold now. it in. Hold on. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.